Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Lunch with Jim and Aaron. Did we do one last week? I think so. I am not this week has been though. This week has been redonkulous. This is a hell week. I've been I've worked probably three 15 hour days this week. Just from, you know, uh, if you recall, we were going to go live with Club Bald Move this week. We did not because when we uh, we had everything kind of worked out on our staging server. But what we didn't know, because there was really no way to test is when we went live with the security certificate to make our shopping cart experience work. It just fucking put its fist into our nut bag and repeatedly punched the 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 feeds nut bag uh and caused a whole bunch of problems yeah. with feed validation and it was bad so we rolled all that stuff back we're gonna try to get next week but yeah it's been it's been i hate i mean i didn't get into podcasting to keep wrestling with technology on a day-to-day basis how did i but we've added a lot of you know the club bulb move stuff um we got a new recording station which we're excited about um we're going to try to probably starting next week switch to all of our li- um, stuff that we do live in the studio to um, what did they call that YouTube live events? Yeah, live events instead of hangouts. It'll give us better video quality, better audio quality. You should notice that our video is a hell of a lot less choppy. I hope. Yeah. Have you watched any of the ones we've recorded? I watched a few, and they've been they've been pretty good. They're, are they like rock solid? Yeah, thirty frames like we should be getting. Yeah, good. Because uh, we got a beefier machine, and we also have, uh, yeah. kind of streamlined some of our uh, bandwidth issues. At least I have on my end. Yep. So uh, hopefully we'll have a continue. Because right now it's it's solid, but it's not as clear. I mean, you Google Google Hangouts is just a little too um, crappy. What we're yeah. going to do to replace the Q and A aspect is we're going to have a um, an integrated chat room. Uh, so you can actually talk in real time to us and to everybody else in the channel as well. Hopefully that'll be fun. Yeah. Especially for live watches and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the news on that update. We have got a couple of anchor stuff that we're going to do today. Mm-hmm. Number one, we're going to eat bugs. Now, sure. I thought you were just going to get bugs. You actually got chocolate-covered bugs. You can't really just buy bugs at, really? at a store, I'm, at Jungle Jams. I mean, I'm, you could go to, like, a bait shop. No, no, no. I'm fairly certain get, like, you, can get, and crickets. you can get just mealworms that are, like, tossed in some kind of, like, flavoring and stuff, but they're not, like... Maybe you can. No, I went ahead and got something a little more palatable. Well, if this doesn't kill us, then maybe we can step up to the real stuff. Because I'm, I'm guessing that these things are going to taste essentially like Nestle's Crunch. Yeah, so we've got... Jesus, this is, this is ant candy. Ant candy, which is blurry. I don't know what kind of ants are talking about, but I I can't imagine that this is going to taste anything anything less than like just white chocolate. Why is this so blurry? Because uh, we turn autofocus off. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, so white chocolate with ants, and uh, yeah, I I imagine that's going to be super easy to eat. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, are... I'm thinking they're going to taste like Nestle's Crunch. Yeah. Yeah, a little popping like, in there. What's interesting? Corn puff and grasshoppers. We'll find out. I don't know. Uh, apparently, these things are a really good source of protein. Like insects. Yes, insects are a very good source like of protein. For the you've amount of snow- mass they have, I you, also got these. You've seen Snowpiercer, right? I have. Yes. So these are, you know, a, a little <laughs> bit bigger bugs. These are grasshoppers and mealworms coated in chocolate. Uh, Louis Rules says, what is this? Lunch with Jim and Aaron or Fear Factor? Uh, you know, a little column A, a little column B. A little of both. Nothing we'll wrong see. with, uh... Like I said, I'm, I'm not ante- anticipating this thing to taste anything 
less than like high grade baking white and, and dark chocolate. No, I, yeah, I agree. Boom. Here we go. In fact, one of these things is broken in half and you see ants in it? I cannot see ants in it. <laughs> are we sure that these are actually like, what they say th- to be? This could just be a vanilla wafer and I'm gonna try to bisect yeah. it in a little bit more. Let's do uh fuck it. Oh, oh. How's it going? Oh, I got a little anti piece. Oh, you can tell? Oh yeah. They're popping and clicking in your mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. No, it's it's like um nice big half chunk there. I describe I describe it like Nest like a white Nestle's crunch with um I think I got all chocolate. I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> there might just be one ant per per thing. Yeah, fuck this shit. Give me some of the mealworms. All right. All right, here. This one so, not this is wrecking and there are mealworms. Try to save at least one cricket for me. This is recognizably a bug. This right. thing here. So that one had an ant in it. This thing That's here is, is just a, a mealworm coated in white chocolate. Mm-hmm. How's it going? That's the crunch. I don't like the flavor of that, and I don't know. See, I got Nessie's these out crunch. of I got these out of the bargain bin. I'm not like gonna the, lie. That the mental knowledge of what I'm eating is kind of making me gag a little bit. All right. Because like yeah. it's not just like, oh, this is puffed rice or whatever. It's like there's bug parts in my mouth now. I think the chocolate just tastes bad on these. Did it's not the greatest. Like a, did you get white? I like white chocolate. Did you get white chocolate? I did. Yeah. But uh, see, I like white chocolate. Uh, here's a big cricket. This is going right. to be fun. I'm, I'm going to try the that. chocolate cricket. I'll eat the mealworm here. Because it's, it's a lot of mealworm, man. But you can see. Yeah, but. It doesn't really taste like anything. No, it doesn't. It's chocolate. It, it, when when I started focusing in on like you know how it's like you got stuff stuck in your teeth and stuff. When I started doing the thumb like mm. oh, that, <laughs> but it's all mental. Yeah, it doesn't. It tastes exactly like a Nestle Crunch. Yep. All right, here's, here's a, a cricket. Why, how the fuck do we end up eating bugs? This was we a, mentioned it like a couple weeks ago, didn't we? On lunch with Jim and Aaron. I thought so. I don't remember how we got here. It's not it like matter. anyone requested matter. it. No. All right, here we go. Cricket. Here's here, first cricket. Again, I can't even tell there's a bug in there. I mean, yeah, it's it's Nestle Crunch, but like it's a chocolate. shitty version, like um, less less crunchy. What's the brand that's like? It's not it's not Crunch. It's like Crackle or something. Because Nestle's mm-hmm. is decent chocolate. Then there's another company that like makes less. Maybe it's Nestle versus Hershey's. I can't remember which is the good one. Could be. I but don't yeah. know. Those aren't bad. No, I mean those are. I don't think I would eat them as a snack because the chocolate on them is not very good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I surprisingly, I literally can't tell that there's a bug in there. I was thinking this would be like pretty high grade chocolate, but yeah, the I guess chocolates. Not. It's this company Hot Licks, and they have like uh, lollipops with bugs in them, hmm. where you can like they're translucent, you can see the bugs inside and stuff. No, that why why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can't imagine a lollipop. You get, like get to the center of that, and there's a bug there. Are you, Are you gonna, just gonna even eat the it? bug? Yeah. Or? Is it like tequila? You're not really supposed to. Everyone kind of knows you're not supposed to. This ant candy has, as far as I can tell, one ant per disc, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, and the chocolate is bad on those. Like a weird bitter. Maybe it's a formic acid from inside the ant. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Maybe I will not survive this. This show. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I right. have, speaking of not there surprising is... the show, I have a big surprise for you. Oh. One more bug I got. Check this one out. 
This is uh, the Black Scorpion. <laughs> you did. I did not know about this. Are you ready to eat this one? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you ready to eat this one? Here, open this up. <laughs> this is dead, right? Jesus Christ. Probably. So we're going right from chocolate-colored mealworms to a this is cooked and dehydrated <laughs> Asian forest scorpion. This is the true the true fear factor challenge here. I don't know if I can do this. I am this. not going to eat this one. I will tell you right off the bat, there is no way in hell I will put that in my mouth. What do I get if I do eat it? Uh, I, do you win? How much money do you win on I gotta fear factor? See, I got to like see how big this is and whether it's still alive. Because it wouldn't. Huge. If it just starts hissing at me, it's it's over. <laughs> you were not going to have to I'm kill it. I'm flushing it down the How would it be alive in a, a vacuum seal? Oh, package? for Christ. No. <laughs> no. Look at that Put motherfucker. That no. You do it. I, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting that oh, shit. Yeah. Check that shit out. That is massive, man. You want to eat that one? I was expecting, like, because I lived in Texas and we had these little bitty fuckers that, you know, I'm like, okay, if it's if it's dried out, it's going to be kind of thin. No, my that- friend, that is a black Asian forest scorpion. Oh, God. Oh. Thailand unique. Let me see brand. it. I don't know. I, I don't let know. Yeah, let me see it. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they've cut off the stinger. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to eat stingers. You know, I'll eat the claws. It's got a weight to it. Like oh, it's yeah. supposedly dried out, but this is like no joke. It's got a face. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> <laughs> so do cows. You eat those. Uh there there is no way in hell that I would eat that, but I wanted to get it as a gag. Uh <laughs> you know what? People have been wanting to know what we should do for predictions. Uh, you know, to put a little, you know, they're being said, hey, you should, hey, Jim and Aaron, you should change your forum advertisers. You should make bets, prediction bets. <laughs> this, King Daddy There's of no predictions. Whoever loses has to eat this fucking thing. Nope, nope, not going to happen. You're man. not going to do it. No way. Would you? Yeah, if my pride got involved. It's because it's not, I know it's, I know intellectually it's not going to kill me. I might throw sure. up. And I don't know if that's going to be fun for the audience. No, that wouldn't be. Uh, Seeing your reaction, though, when I presented to you was pretty awesome. No, I don't. Again, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting something half that size. I wasn't expecting the weight. <laughs> uh, I think we should just put that up in the studio here. I'm thinking so. Maybe shelf and- maybe remove the uh, desiccant so it looks like more of a museum piece. Or do you think that, that like if it <laughs> this, this desiccant is might- only keeping it dead? Yeah. This is it might like come back like Scorpion King style, and it's we're like, all fucked. It's like something from Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> like you shattered a vase that contains Crota or whatever the hell that the Simael. This is the thing that imprisons Simael. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Yeah, throw it up there on the shelf. Just that's a reminder of. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have I'm Jim gonna have, and Aaron here. I'm have Daryl lunch with Jim and Aaron. I'm gonna have it under the watchful eye of Daryl up there. Oh, he'll keep us safe from it. Yeah, between Daryl and the Hound and Manning and and Luck, a- Angel Daryl. We still have the wings on him. That's kind of awesome. Uh, oh God. Mm. You know what? I'm pretty sure that what is the flavoring that the ant stuff is the actual ant. Okay, then don't it's, eat ants. They they taste terrible. No, I I kind of was dubious about that because ants do have that formic acid or whatever inside them that's that's uh yeah it's gross i mean anteaters what the fuck anteaters of yeah. all the bugs you eat you decided to evolve adaptations specifically to allow you to eat 
disgusting. The shittiest of bug. Bitter, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they have something in like their saliva that interacts and makes it taste good. Oh, hmm. so be. it's like it's like they taste like ranch dressing to them. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Well, I don't really uh, know. Uh, clever man, that Darwin. That was fun, though. I'm glad I bought that score. That was an expensive scorpion. Guess how much that scorpion cost? Uh, $10. $9. Mm. It's pretty expensive for a bug that no one wants to eat. No, I, I thought that was outrageous. I thought it was really going to be five. Now think about Fear Factor when those things are crawling around and you've got to go eat them. Those so, people have someone stomachs eating, and will of steel. Someone eating a live emperor scorpion now to me is, or like one of those hissing Madagascar croach, or cockroaches, because uh-huh. I've seen them live. Uh huh. Putting one of those things in your mouth is just the guts. Like I again, it's not going to kill you, but the creep, the creep factor is is high. I used to think oh, I might be able to do that if I went on Fear Factor. After seeing that thing in the per- in the flesh, no. No, I couldn't do yeah. it. If it was crawling around and I was forced to eat like 10 of them, no way. No. no especially way. especially since Fear Factor, like the purse on that was like 25 grand. Yeah. Like a million. That's pretty big, but. Like $100,000, I would eat. That's the, but that's the thing. Like the thing that always cracked me up about Fear Factor is, you know, seeing this person choke down like three or four Madagascar cockroaches mm. and then the last guy just is like by the handful. You know, he only has to do one better than you. That's Will of Steel. That so, is like... But but that's so... Having a goal versus just like, how many of these can I eat? Oh, yeah, the first person to go. Yeah. You're, you're kind of getting screwed. Yeah. Um, because I just can't even imagine. You'd have to go to your happy place. You can't place. stop eating. You just... Yeah, you just... It's like eating those blazing uh, buffalo wings. Have you ever done that? You eat like what, the, like BW3s or something? Not, well, I mean, I don't know. I've never had their hottest. But if you go to like and get the hottest. Oh, I've had uh, Thai hot Thai food before. Mm. Thai hot is what they call it. And it is fucking hot. Yeah. But I, I remember just once because I was tired of my brother giving me shit. I uh, ordered like six of the hottest wings at this one establishment. Why was he giving you shit? Oh, do you eat like mild or something? Because he, he had he ate like and I just wouldn't try it because it's like, you know, it's like, no, I don't like pain. I don't sure. like food related pain mm-hmm. and I'm not. But he was giving me because he'd eaten one and like, you know, he's it's like, oh, you're this and you're that. So I ordered fair, six. He's a fireman. So not at the time. At the oh, time, okay. he's just a 17 year old. punk. He was training, you know, going to eat some hot. <laughs> That's shit, right. So That's when right. I get in these burning buildings, he's fireproofing himself. I'll be immune. Uh, it's like Iocane powder. <laughs> But yeah, I was—I knew I was in trouble the second that my lips hit the buffalo wing. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just did not stop eating because once you stopped eating, that's when the pain really began. Ah, like as, yeah, yeah. as soon as you started breathing in, and uh, mm-hmm. it's miserable, man. It's like getting maced in the face. But <laughs> uh, what were we going to talk about for like reels? I think we were going to talk about some of our favorite shows as children. Ah, yes, this was uh, something the Bowman came up with on the forums, I believe. So yeah, and I liked it. Liked it a lot. Now you know. Standard caveat supply. We didn't get to see a lot of the stuff. Oh, I figure other... that'll be interesting to talk about too. Okay, all right. And the shows that we missed because we grew up in a weird environment, and we got like a five-year gap between us too. So stuff uh-huh. that I um, was able to see is probably different from stuff you're able to see. So what's what's yeah. your uh, your fondest childhood show? Ducktales. Ducktales, mm. man, that was that was the shit. Ducktales. The whole Disney afternoon, um, because you know, I had a brother. I have a sister who's about five years younger than me, and then She's, a brother who's yeah, about four years younger than him. Uh-huh. Her. That's something all three of us could watch. Like as a as a thirteen year old, 
uh, DuckTales was just as entertaining as it was to the, you know, I guess you'd be nine years old, eight years old. Something like that, yeah. And uh, then, you know, as we got a little bit older, uh, they started doing stuff like uh, Gargoyles. I still think Gargoyles yeah. is awesome. I wasn't allowed to watch Gargoyles because of the weird magic well, shit involved in Gargoyles. My mom and my dad, so my mom went back to work once I think my little brother was was able to, was in school. Okay. And so he was like six and my sister was uh, like 11 at the time and I was like 15 or 16 and I was in charge, okay? Uh, and we had this pact where we just weren't going to... You know, we we watch whatever we watch within reason. I think uh, it's like as long as all three of us wanted to watch it, we could work it out. So I was able to watch mm-hmm. Gargoyles, and my mom was none the wiser. So was this like on weekends? Did she go to work then? No, or? she worked during the week. She worked uh, Monday through Friday. You weren't at school. Or I after was. School? Yeah, it's always after school. Okay. Don't show com- right. don't show cartoons during the day. Well, they do on like Saturday mornings. I was uh, wondering if no Saturday mornings. Part I didn't see hardly any of the magic stuff there. Sure. Sure. Um. But uh, All right. uh, yeah, that's just one I don't have much experience with for adult shows. Uh, probably my all time favorite show as a kid was MacGyver. Yeah. And I got way into MacGyver when I was in third grade. Um, a bunch of uh, a lot of kids were into MacGyver. And mm-hmm. there was a group of us that was like five or six kids that had like special lunch boxes where we'd keep batteries and copper wire. And at the <laughs> time, they had these like. Awesome. Um, Hot Wheels, but they called them, I think they were called Stompers, hmm. that they were like motorized Hot Wheels. And they were like um, monster trucks that operated on like a single AA battery. Okay. And we took them apart to get the motors out of it to build like little machines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we were always trying to like take things down to the next, you know, strip the wire out of it. And our holy grail was to uh, get battery, get get a battery taken apart mm-hmm. because you know in our, in our minds there was like full of acid and we could do th- you know you could melt through a lock with that shit or you know sure. battery acid it's got to be useful right yeah um so uh, and we'd we'd only get to work on these during indoor recesses which happened fairly frequently in the midwest especially you know like during november winter, yeah. through february half your recesses are indoor recesses and i guess the teachers just weren't paying attention to everything we're getting up to but this one dude's name is Chris. His, oh, fuck it. His last name's Baines. Chris Bain. I still remember it to this very day. Instigator. Uh, he was at the forefront of battery technology. And he Which brought involved. in he brought in a D cell. And and we were excited because we so the other thing we learned is like if you peel if you peel the coverings off of a battery, mm-hmm. uh, so it's just like the, the nickel plating or whatever the hell that is. Uh, that they would generate, if, if especially if you'd like um, connected the positive and negative to a, a copper coil, that it generate warmth. And we were using these to like heat our gloves <laughs> because they're about to explode. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so he he got this D cell, which which got us uh, some decent amount of leverage on this thing, and he's able to fit one of his uh, from his other school box uh, one of the sides of the the scissors. I don't know what you call these, the blades, the scissors underneath the cap. Mm-hmm. And he'd been working on that all recess long and he was about to get like there's this if you've taken a battery part there's essentially a big zinc rod Mm. that is shoved into this battery acid paste and that's what generates the electron flow so he had it about i don't know about this far out of the cap okay and he was getting impatient as a third grader does Mm. and he had it wedged in there and he grabbed it in his hand and i still remember this like as if it is today 
and he started going like bang, bang on this side of the scissors, that cap popped uh, out oh, no. and went directly <laughs> into his eye. Oh, no. Is he blind to this day? Uh, he started screaming. Uh-huh. My teacher, Mrs. Myers, that was a bad year for Mrs. Myers. <laughs> Mrs. Myers wheeled in, like just months before, had wheeled in a TV cart to show the first teacher being launched into space. This is something we did to the whole fucking school. And as the shuttle was launched into space, it exploded. <laughs> and she, she suddenly had 20 plus kids screaming. Oh she was bawling. <laughs> she goes, shut off the team. It's like, and then like, what do you do the rest of the day? The principal yeah. came on and gave this thing. And I don't know whether we got, to, I can't remember if we dismissed earlier or what. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So that happened to her. And then we did this to her. She comes over. She's like, what is going on? And we're like, he's taking a battery apart and it got flipped up. <laughs> she grabs Chris. There's like the sink in the back of the school. Yep. yep. She, <laughs> she, she turns on both faucets. And this is like, you know, the shitty public school faucets. And it's like, there's no like aerator in it. So it's just like, <laughs> and she grabs both hands and just starts just, just bucketing water into this guy's face. And she's like trying to hold his eye open and just like this. And then she takes him down to the nurse and there's like, you know, this us, us kids like sitting there for 10, 15 minutes because she's down there and there was like no teacher watching us. And we're like, what happened? Chris so we started taking up our batteries. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get more of that. Um, so wow. next day, Chris comes with a patch mm. and like a week later takes it off. And like the white part, is that called a sclera of your I, eye? I don't know. Is like a, is like a, our studio orange oh. half of it where it, it irritated this. And, and like a month later he was fine. So you could see, okay, he got lucky. He was really good at sports. So I don't think it affected his hand-eye coordinated coordination <laughs> later on in, in high school. But uh, then uh, our, our MacGyver lunch boxes dun, were banned. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. dun, dun, yep. No, they're banned. But we made a lot of interesting discoveries, like, you know, <laughs> how many wiring parallel versus series, which gives okay. you the bigger spark, because that was the other entertainment, trying to how big of a spark we could get between his wires. Yeah. Wow. But that was all MacGyver's fault. Richard Dean Anderson owes that kid's parents however much they had to spend at the emergency room or mm-hmm. the ophthalmologist because we would never have done that shit had it not been for MacGyver. Sure. Who that that was his whole shtick. Yeah. MacGyver, was he like a special forces dude? I don't know what he was. Who hated guns. Background. He would never use guns. Yeah, he doesn't kill people. I saw him use a gun for a wrench once. Mm-hmm. He like busted out the chamber of a, a revolver and put it over one of those big square nuts and like yeah. turned a gas valve. But he would make all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. And I, I like that there's a Mythbusters that kind of test MacGyver uh, isms. Sure. MacGyver stuff with like sodium and water. And right. All that stuff. Uh, I remember that episode. He filled up. Uh, I I thought it was potassium. Maybe it was sodium. Uh, he, he he took apart like a cold capsule, mm-hmm. and then he filled it full of whatever that substance is, and then he put it in a bottle, a glass mason jar of water, and put it against the door, and it just exploded like blows a fucking grenade. Open. Yeah, blows a lock off or something. Yeah, it's that uh, doesn't work quite that well in real life. The other thing that is actually not that long ago, maybe five years ago, is my brother and I were watching old episodes of MacGyver. Sure. And we came up with the character of MacGyver as being a Russian spy who was a little bumbling. Uh, and we were just, you know, dubbing over the MacGyver episodes with our own commentary. That was fun. Yeah. Did you record any of that? Nope. Oh, didn't record man. any of that. It'd be great. Have uh, you seen MacGruber? I have seen MacGruber, yeah. I love MacGruber. Yeah. 
It's okay. No, it's 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 one of my all time favorites. It's okay. Uh, what else? Uh, so I mean, along so I lump these shows together: <clears throat> MacGyver and Knight Rider. Okay, sure. Uh, MacGyver and the A Team. Mm-hmm. I lumped together. A Team is a little bit before my time, like slightly, but I got the reruns. I think they just did an A Team episode of MythBusters like three weeks ago. What does that involve? Like, can you attach these pipes and rods to a car? Yes, you can. So they did a couple things where there's a specific episode where they turned a forklift into a two-before um, launching cannon uh-huh. by hollowing out a log and filling it full of propane and launching out two-by-twos or two-by-fours. Uh, and there's also an episode where um, they filled a sewer line full of explosives and when the bad guy drove over it, they blew it, and the manhole cover actually hit the car and flipped it over. Because that's the thing oh, about A okay. Team was all non-lethal. Yeah, like on all these shows were because um, they were all like primetime, family-friendly things. But like you know, mm-hmm. massive carnage, but no no fatalities. Like GI Joe, you can blow sure. up a tank, but right before it blows up, two guys have to scamper out. You can blow up a plane but you got to see a parachute yeah. and you can shoot guys, but it's got to be like hit them in the armor or something. No one can die. Um, so they did the things like, you know, why wouldn't they just use direct uh, application of explosion? And they <laughs> okay. did that like the equivalent amount of C4 and it just destroyed the car. And it was lethal <laughs> damage. And then they did the sewer pipe and it turns out that that is actually a non-lethal strategy. Uh, and then they tried the forklift thing and that just didn't work because you can't get, you'd have to like encase the two by two in some kind of Sabo round. Yeah. Because otherwise, the propane just, just leaks out around it, just blows out, and it's yeah. just not focused. Or you enough. would need a barrel shaped like a two by four, I guess. But what they did is they turned Adam and Jamie loose into a shed that had been set up exactly like the thing that A Team held uh, hold up on, and then they came up with an alternate weapon. Okay. Um, which was some kind That's of cool mass driver where it had like two rubber wheels that span uh, at a, yeah, an yeah. insanely high, and they just fed a two before and it just friction flung it, and it was terrifying. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, That's you're cool. right. Knight Rider was an awesome. Why one. did you throw Knight Rider in there? Because I think I don't know. Knight Rider and Airwolf are my two like invincible machines with the protagonists that drive them category. See, my mine was more like technology related. So mm. like, you got MacGyver making weird shit. You got yeah. A Team making weird shit. You've got Knight Rider, who is a, a kit is a car yeah. who's kind of made to do these weird things. Sure. I don't know. I lumped them all together in my mind as like kind of the, the, the grown up versions of the cartoons that I'm watching. You sure. Know, like DuckTales has Gizmo duck and you right. got that, that kind of technology angle. I was, I was speaking of technology when I was a kid. Oh I yeah. Liked it. Clearly I was taking about part batteries and make a big spark. So yeah. I feel you on that. I, I was like into the new video games and computers and I know you were too. Sure. Um, I, what I thought was cool, because I don't remember a lot about Airwolf other than the I theme song, it. and then I, it, it's just very cool. I think I was a little bit young, and my dad really liked it. Um, but Knight Rider, I remember very clearly. It's like it had all these mysteries yeah. of the week, but the cool thing was they had these massive cliffhangers at the end mm-hmm. where, like, you know, Kit was the good car, and there was a bad car, the a prototype of Kit named Carr, who had yeah. a much deeper voice, and he was just. I don't know why, but he was wantonly evil. And didn't evil. he like take Michael hostage at one point? Yeah. Like, he got into car thinking it was Kit, and then yeah. he took Michael on a crazy road trip. And then there was... Which he's in an invincible car, so what the, can you really do to Michael in that car? 
Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, then there's Michael Knight's evil brother, who was David Hasselhoff and a goatee. <laughs> and then um, the one, the one real uh, cliffhanger was when Michael's evil brother got a semi and gave it yes. the, the kit molecularly bonded shell treatment and uh-huh. uh, just started ramming shit. Right? Yeah. No. Like it says, that was Kit's favorite thing: the, the chicken. Like, because he yes. was invincible, he could just drive right yes. through you. He well, he did that in the <laughs> middle of like the desert with this uh, semi called Goliath, and it fucked Kit up. Yeah, yeah. Like it fucked Kit and Michael up, and they were like the frame was all bent, and there's like all these images of like Kit driving through the desert, like just, just can't drive straight, <laughs> and he's spinning out, and Michael is all busted up. I can't remember yeah. how they beat that actually. I wonder I if Night Rider got canceled, and that's why I don't After remember how they beat Goliath. Because there's always something like car. They they drove him through some kind of acid bath that that denatured his molecular bonding, and they were able to fuck him up. Sure. And then at one point, Kit got equipped with like a laser that was able to disable him. And wow! Each season, Kit got cool new powers. Like he got the super pursuit mode, where like a rocket engine would fold that. So Man, I just always like to jump. Really? Yeah. I like turbo mode when he, you know, he'd go real fast and then and then every once in a while, like it seemed like every episode he sure. was jumping something. Yeah. Every episode he would go full speed at something, the and Dukes get ready, and boom, he would leap over it. Dukes of Hazard. Do you remember? Do you remember Bonnie? Bonnie. Bonnie was the, the mechanic that that yeah, uh, yeah. hung out in the cool ass uh, the semi semi that he pulled up into as their base operations, and yes. she was super hot. One of my first childhood crushes. All right. Uh, spent a lot of time in my youth talking into wristwatches. Sure. Kit, buddy, I need to get out of here. Yeah, that was also kind of a Dick Tracy thing for me. Yeah. Like the wristwatch communicator. Sure. But the thing that's funny is like, um, so Kit was voice activated and sentient, kind of. But Michael always had to push buttons. Sure. Like when it's time to do the super boost, you had to push that button the uh-huh. super was like what the fuck well, you don't you you don't want to give the ai too much control <laughs> yes over, over you their, can talk you don't into, give it too much agency otherwise you can talk into a watch and uh, it will drive from the parking garage <laughs> across the county and drive through the house to pick you up but do you really want a supercar jumping you don't on want its own you don't want that yeah yeah <laughs> i just think it's funny that like unless michael's in it had to obey all traffic laws until it got to like a yard and then it could drive through a mansion <laughs> <laughs> and and open up car doors on the bad guys and knock them out. But uh, yeah, those were a couple of my favorite shows, uh, favorite live action shows. I have a lot of favorite cartoons, like you know everything in the Disney Afternoon, everything. Like, did you ever watch the the Super Nintendo Mario, stuff? Show yeah, and the Zelda. Every Friday they'd have the Zelda cartoon come on. Yes, that was my favorite. Excuse part, me, princess. princess. Yeah. How oh, about, Captain In. I was about to go Captain to Captain In. Is fucking amazing. I didn't had like Mega it. Man and Kid Icarus. But they were like some fucked up weird version of... They were. What was up with Mega Man? I don't know. I'm looked, Mega Man. He looked like the box art of Mega Man and not like the video he game did. Mega Man. You're right. Like and, a squashed down version of the box art. And they had like the villains were the Eggplant Wizard and Mother Brain who yep. was another thing. <laughs> like that's not the Mother Brain from Metroid. No. No. And I never liked that stuff. So I did what I did like, like even Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers Power Hour, I didn't like because it was very kiddie. And at the time I was like 11 or 12. Okay. But I love the Zelda stuff because it was kind of done in a, ser- a more serious. It wasn't lighthearted. Well, it was, but, you know, sometimes it was it very was, Zelda-ish. 
Yeah, I got dark when Ganon was on sure. the screen sometimes. But Link looked like Link. There were skeletons and all that stuff. Um, and they used like the bow and rupees and stuff in really creative ways, I remember. Sure. Um, and just like different enemies. You had all the... his Ganon's underlings were the, the moblings, I think they're called, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The pig guys. My son loved that because um, he, his first video game he ever played was Super Mario Brothers, the original for Nintendo, because I kind of had this thing. I was like, when he's three years old, I'll get an emulator, and I'll start him out like on the basics, and we'll work him up. Sure. Uh, so I remember flipping through Netflix one day, and they had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And he fucking loved that thing. And I'm just huh. like, oh, my God. And they they didn't have the Zelda portions, but they still did the pimping of the Zelda. It was oh, like the last weird. minute of every show that's like, don't, Stay tuned on this Friday, and they'd show like a clips package of what's going on next. And he uh, wanted to watch that. I'm like, I, I don't know. I can check on YouTube, but he's three. He's easily distracted. Yeah. Um. But that show is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's bad. I mean, but it's also kind of like it. It's kind of great in its own way. You know, it's great you in that legitimately cheesy... liked it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't piss you off that the differences between the actual Mario video game. No, really? No. That that bothered me. I was old enough to be discriminating. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought it was entertaining. Like, I, I liked the cartoons a lot, and then when it went to the live-action stuff, I was like, okay, this is funny. You know, these guys are getting into dumb scenarios, and uh, uh, I don't know. Do you remember um, Buck Rogers? No, that was definitely before my time. Buck Rogers and the Bionic Man um, were staples of mine. Hmm. and I really Buck Rogers is really cool because he had the really cool robot uh, I think his name is Twiggy he did that I can't do the noise but it's like before he'd say everything uh-huh. and they had really cool starships and they had one particular episode where I don't know how Buck Rogers ended up in this planet but it was dominated by this goat man Goatman, and right. that episode terrified the shit out of me. Like I've seen it because you know it's like um, you know during the summer they'd be on rotation, so you'd burn through a whole season of a show in like three weeks. And every time that episode had come up, like I would watch it like from behind the couch because I could not handle how <laughs> the diabolical that Goatman was. Same thing in Incredible Hulk. Fucking Goatman. My dad loved the Incredible Hulk, the whole Lou Ferrigno deal. Yeah, I love that show too. And uh, I like the Hulk too, but I couldn't change. I couldn't stand David Banner uh, transforming because it looked like it was so painful, huh. and he's like, Argh! and his like clothes would rip. So I'd go hide while Hulk was transforming, okay. and I'd come back in to watch the Hulk wreck shit. And then it was cool, but I, you, at, during the transformation sequences, I hid behind the couch. Do you remember the Spider-Man live-action show in the on 70s? Electric Company? Oh, oh no, you're talking about the movies. Hell yeah, I do. I, I think yeah, I think they were movies. Those were kind of amazing in a super cheesy way. I was all in on those Spider-Man yeah. because it, it, like I lump those in with like the Incredible Hulk because they were very similar. Sure, like other than maybe a budget, I don't know. Well, I mean the budget, and but it was incredibly faithful to the Spider-Man mythos. I mean, yeah. Peter Parker was a smart photographer, and he mm-hmm. came up with his own web shooters and his live at the guy actually swung from ropes. Not yeah. a lot of Spider-Man action. Yeah, what do you expect in the seventies? Any for... given two-hour movie, you'd have like five minutes of Spider-Man. Sure, sure. Uh, CG was a lot harder back then. <laughs> Non-existent uh, back then. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, 
we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. Oh boy. Um, we'll take a little brief from a rem- reminiscing to say right. you guys talk. Oh, before we get into this, uh, if anybody has like a show that they want us to like cover, let us know, not, not covering or if you like, want to yeah, podcast go, or anything, but just talk about it here. Please do suggest stuff that you grew up with. Like I'm, yeah, I'm curious, uh, what shows people love that maybe I didn't get to see, or maybe I didn't. There's a lot of stuff that I know I wanted to get into. Like there was a lot of like toy placement stuff, like, uh, battle beasts, visionaries uh, yeah. mask mask so fucking cool but i couldn't watch it because they of were the like no, the, the no other violence. gi joe right well there would be gi joes except for they're like a cross between gi joe and transformers because oh. every one of their vehicles could transform from like a car into a plane from a motorcycle to a helicopter like huh. all this stuff okay gotcha mobile armored strike command baby mask Spelled with a K. Sure, we'll we'll talk more about this. What's the question? We the question from Dan G. Dan Gordon said, "You guys talk about what you couldn't do or watch because of Jehovah's Witnesses. Were there any benefits at all to growing up as a Jehovah's Witness? There were few. Like what? Public speaking. I okay, I owe fair. every bit of my like. I can get up in any arbitrary group of people and talk any length, and I don't have any kind of nervousness or social anxiety." Because from the time I was six years old, I it's kind of expected slash required of you to get up and do these five minute presentations in front of the whole congregation on like Thursday yeah, nights. Like a couple hundred people. Yeah, a couple hundred people. And then like they kind of groom you. So if you have a knack for that or you show that you have talent and it's just, it's it's organized as a school, like they gave you a book that had like 70 different points of public speaking you know, how to work up an outline and like, you know, what's the power of repetition and facial, facial expressions, gestures. It's, it's brainwashing. Uh, but like, it's, it's kind of like the Hitler boot camp of how to influence people and, and, and how to. Yeah, no, it, it's effective. And, and it's something that I definitely value. I don't think I would be able to speak as confidently on, you know, these podcasts or in front of people at sure. conventions and stuff if it weren't for that. 
Uh, also, you you go in what they call field service a lot. A lot. When you're a Jehovah's Witness. And field service is, you know, when annoying people wake you up on Saturday morning knocking on your door. Wanting to talk about God. Yeah, that's, that's us. Uh, and I did that for years, years yeah. and years. Uh, so it forces you to get out there and... I did it for 90 hours a month for two and a half years. When I was a Fuck when I was a pioneer, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, nine. Yeah. That's you had to get eighty three. That's a special pioneer. That's no, no, no. That's one hundred twenty hours a month. Oh fuck! What, you were like an extra pioneer. Just a pioneer. I thought just it was sixty. Reg- so you got you got you got auxiliary pioneer, which is sixty. Okay, you got regular pioneer is ninety. Yeah. It's actually eighty three point three hours a month because they build in like two weeks of vacation. <laughs> uh, wow, that's generous of them. Very generous of them. Um, you know, on top of your regular job which you have to have to support your family sure, sure. and yourself which that's what broke me like i got shit for it but like i got married and i'm like i got bills to pay yo i can't be banging on yeah. i mean the part-time job ain't cutting it and i got shit for it. like oh have you really thought about counting costs and put your faith yeah. in jehovah have you really thought about sacrificing your future education for ha- this have you thought about have asking thought jehovah about- to make the manna come back so i could just eat for free because that would help out a lot uh, but no, as a corollary to that, you're a massive outcast in high, in any kind of school situation or any kind of situation where you have to uh, deal with the world. The For a few reasons. World. Like the, the big obvious things are not saluting the flag during the, like national anthem, during right. the, the Pledge of Allegiance. You don't do Which any was of that big shit. in the school that I was at. Huge. Like every yeah. day you stood up and you pledged allegiance. And so I had every day to... you'd sit in that chair while everybody around you did it. Everyone except for you. Yep. Which is pretty tough for a seven year old. You couldn't sure. go to the you uh, birthday parties. You had to go yep. sit in the hallway. That's the other big one. Christmas Holiday. parties. Sit in the hallway. Or go to the library or something. And everybody notices that you're not doing the same things that they are. Right. And they think that's fucking weird. Right. And it is. <laughs> so you've got all that building up. But the positive side of that is. I just, I've never been a conformist because I had no chance to, uh, you know, and okay. I find very little social pressure to do anything like peer pressure. I'm almost immune, like social graces is the one thing. Like I, I have a hard time, you know, violating those because, but, but as far as like, you know, looking a certain way or dressing a certain way or anything like that, fuck that. Yeah. You know, like the worst time for peer pressure is when you're a teenager and I was already, uh, a different because you know these kids grew up with me and they knew that I didn't do all these things and then when you get to high school you're not allowed to date anybody you're not allowed to go any dances you're not mm-hmm. allowed to play any kind of sports in an organized capacity you mm-hmm. kind of got a no. little bit of a, 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 a iron backbone when it comes to dealing with peer pressure shit sure I, I also found that it it helped me with my uh, interpersonal skills a little bit because I would have to you know kind of pick up on everybody else's attitudes and kind of try to blend in a little bit more with the crowd than I would have had to had I not been part of that organization. Yeah, that's sad because looking back, I remember when like I transferred schools twice as a witness, once when we moved down to Texas and once when we moved back because we moved back to different. And I remember thinking that it was so nice to be just a regular person until like the first holiday came around. I'm like, oh, God damn, I'll be outed as a fucking freak again. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, um, by and large, you always had a steady group of friends, like you know, sure that were kind of forced to uh, everybody at the hall, which is good and bad because like there was such a wide, a variety of dudes, and we all just had to kind of get along. It was kind of clicky. There was there was like one or two clicks, but that's the thing it did for me is I I just really get along with everyone because yeah, 
I didn't ever have, you know, a solid group of friends at school that I could get along with. So sure. I'd go to school and I'd have to get along with those people. And then I'd go to church and have to get along with those people. And it just, I, I think it made me fit in more easily with basically any crowd. Yeah. I know my so, Bible really well. You what? I know my Bible really well. Oh, is that a bonus? <laughs> I, don't I, I mean, I think it is. I think, uh, Do you use that on a, on the daily. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's one of the great works of Western Eastern civilization. And it's like, um, a big part of the three, one of three major religions in the world. So I feel like it's, uh, sure. You know, no, it's like, I, it's usually a great way. Like if I got someone that's like all about being in, in the church or like, and wants to talk to me and from that basis as an atheist, it's a great way to really shut down to demonstrate superior Bible knowledge. And like, if you want to bring it, we can bring it or we can just go back to talking <laughs> sports. You know, it's like, we can let this whole, sure. I'm an atheist. and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I haven't looked or I haven't found a right religion. <laughs> we can, we can, we can do that. We can keep doing this and you can feel more and more stupid and uncomfortable. But yeah, that's it. Everything else. It's pretty much, uh, I regret not going to college. I actually regret not joining the military. I would have absolutely joined yeah the military hmm. had I not been a witness. I regret not voting for 10 years of el eligibility. Sure. There are a lot of downsides. Yes. Um, I'm not going to pretend like, you know, this has given me some great advantage on society. It hasn't. It's done the exact opposite. Yeah. But, you know, there are, I guess, some advantages to it. Sure. Uh, ooh, that generated a lot of commentary, maybe. Uh, let's see. She is geeky said interesting perspective on the public speaking. I always felt the opposite. I'm not sure if it's a gender issue or not. I'm a female ex-Jehovah's Witness. That's a good point, she is geeky, because the sisters, because of the asshole Paul, were not allowed to put be put in teaching roles. So they had at the side of the stage... They had a second... They had a table, a little round table, and the sisters would have assignments where they were on like mock Bible studies. So it would be like a sister encouraging another sister to do something, or a sister mm -hmm. on a Bible study trying to appreciate... Uh, trying to make them appreciate uh, why... I don't know. I can't even think of it. But they're just like basically situations like a Talking vignette. to their kids about something. Instructing or, kids, yeah. you know, comforting someone who lost a de dead. So that's not the same thing, yeah. I wouldn't think. No, it's more of a play than it is a speech. Something I just remembered this year, just or just this week, is we were both in the same Bible drama. We were, yeah. So they had these, and big, that's like in front of twenty thousand people. Huge convention. So, so there are a couple levels, right? There's the congregation, which is your local. Yeah, like there's, 100 to 200 people there. Uh, there's assemblies, which circuit are, assemblies, cir circuit assemblies, which are kind of like the a smaller Between chunk of the region. Eight and twelve congregations meeting together. So, so you'd have a thousand, two thousand people. Yeah. Then they have district conventions, which are multiple circuits, regional things. And, yeah, and they would rent out like stadiums, like the University of Kentucky's I mean, basketball stadium. I went to one in Anaheim Stadium in San Diego, California, and ah. it was fucking huge. That thing was full. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Uh, so we did <laughs> we did a Bible drama, which is a reenactment of Bible biblical scenarios. Yeah. Uh, and I just remember your dad was the fucking like Israeli. He, no, he was like a guard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He was oh, the Israelite okay. army. He guy. had this leather suit and he, yeah, a helmet and, and a spear, uh -huh, sandals. And it was pretty amazing. I was King Josiah. I was King Josiah at like age 13 ish. I was 16 year old King jo Josiah. Or maybe I was younger. No, I was younger than that. Yeah, I thought you I were like because like you were eight, like eight year old Josiah. Something. Eight-year-old was King Josiah. I was King the youngest Jos Josiah. When I can he... still recite big parts of that. Eight years old was King Josiah when he started ruling. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty fucked. Uh, 
And I was a 16 year old, and so I had like, like a, four a fake goatee of Josiah. Yep. Wore a dress with, with sandals. And so so the thing is, is like this would be an hour long part during so so a district assembly would last between Thursday and Sunday, and it would be eight to ten hour days. Uh, way too long for kids. Oh yeah. My son hates him. <laughs> I fucking hated it. My son who's forced to go because his mom's a witness hates him. But we would put on these sword and sandal. Like that was the highlight. And everyone looked forward to it because it's like what passes for entertainment and witness culture. And the, the weird thing is they would mix in like modern day, like that was the hook. people teaching their children these stories. Yeah. Uh, and then like, so, so they'd be in their modern day living room talking to the kids saying here, Oh, learn this lesson. And then we would transition. And, and it's, it's just like Bill, imagine Bill and Ted where Josiah. you hear like, they would turn the lights off. They would play music like that. And they would rearrange the furniture. They'd bring in the fake rocks and they'd bring in the, the gold gilded thrones and all that stuff. And, and then, the thing is you have, so you can't really hide these people because it's in the middle of a stadium. Uh-huh. So you've got all of the actors sitting alongside the stage in chairs, just yeah. rows and rows of chairs. And that was part of the fun because when they'd all file in, you'd be like, oh, what is this? What's this going to be about? I see that dude looks like a high priest and yeah. there's a slave girl for sure. Is this going to get kinky? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> it would never get kinky. Spoiler no. alert, it doesn't get kinky. Ever. Ever. <laughs> no, you don't talk about sex. No. Didn't they do like a... I seem to recall John the Baptist with the beheading and everything at one of those. Probably. I don't think they, they obviously didn't have an actual head. They just implied it, but yeah, I seem to recall that was one. And we did, did the Josiah thing. Uh, there were a bunch of them. I remember one you know, time, every, one time when the apostle Paul cast out a demon, the sound of them casting out the demon was essentially the exactly same sound of Zelda uh, of link picking up multiple rupees in Zelda. You know, like if you ran across like a plus 60 and you hear this, that was the sound of the exorcism. But the other funny, the other fuck thing about this, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a roll. Yeah. We'll get to these other questions. Is when they don't have like, this was back in the eighties and nineties. They didn't have lapel mics and shit. Yeah. So what they did is these, the drama had a soundtrack that you lip synced to. Mm-hmm. And like your, the eight-year-old King Josiah sounded like he was a 33-year-old man. <laughs> Probably because he was. He's talking to the high priest. Well, Hilkiah, I just... Uh, I mean, it was so... I just remember how fucked that was. You need to get uh, the male equivalent of Melissa Hutchinson in there <laughs> doing the eight-year-old voice. Oh, uh, let's see what else we got. Yeah, God, was, we've, been, we've been doing this for a it long time. It was fun, but it was crazy. It's crazy. Let's see. She is geeky comes back for part two. I'm a bit older than you guys, but my younger sisters absolutely love the Muppet show. So I watched quite a bit of that when I was at the Becker and animal are my Becker. favorite. I, I liked Becker. Is it Becker or Beaker? Who the hell oh. is Becker? <laughs> so there's a show called Becker with uh fucking cheers guy. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Uh, I really like that show. I think she's talking about Beaker though. Yes. Because Becker was much later. Uh, did you see the Muppet babies? I did. I like the their Star Vegas. Wars parody with Animal Vader. I don't remember that one. And they had the Death Star that had like the tomato. It, it, it instead of a super laser had a tomato, a, a Heinz tomato ketchup uh, <laughs> bottle, and it was going to cover the pl- the basketball planet with with ketchup. Uh, uh, that was pretty good. There's a lot of crazy Muppet Babies lore out there. Oh yeah, like trying a great to figure show. out 
where the Muppet Babies room yes. is in yes. the universe right. and like who the mother is. Tr and trying to figure out how that all fitted in with how the overall. they're related. Mm -hmm. it, it gets creepy. It gets dark. Uh, oh my God. Here's another good one. Louis Benjamin said the first show I remember watching was Alf. That guy gave me uh, nightmare. Alf gave him not because I, I thought see that. I guess I could. Yeah. But I love you're Alf. young enough. Yeah, I liked Alf too. Uh, I only caught the reruns of that. But. Did you see the cartoon where actually it was Alf before he came to Earth? He's on Melmac. You know, I might have seen like one episode of that. And it was like kind of similar to the Animaniac style, kind of slightly adult humor, like huh. uh, or a Ren and Stimpy where it's funny for kids, but if you're a stoned adult, it's even funnier. Animaniacs was a great one. Animaniacs yeah. is a great one. And Pinky and the Brain. Lots of adult humor in that thing. Yeah, yeah. Um... Let's see. Go on one last. We need to wrap up because we got a bunch of other stuff to do today. Sure. Dan G said, hey, Arnold and X-Men were my favorites as kids. Yeah, the cons outweigh the pros, but as X-Members, I guess it's obvious. Oh, that's for the witness oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, so are you talking, which X-Men are you talking about? Because Cartoon, I think animated. There's several ones. What? Yeah, there was I'm a. I'm thinking 90s. There, so there was a Fox action block that had. Uh, uh, this Jim show, Jim and the Holograms, which was a more oh, girl-oriented yeah. entertainment. Sure, I, I can that. still, I can fully recite the theme song. Jim, Jim is amazing. Ooh, Jim. <laughs> um, and and then okay. then they'd have the Inhumanoids, which was my personal favorite. These were like scientists that wore battle armor and then delved into the depths of the Earth to fight fundamental forces, like you know, like gravity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no like, uh, like there friction? was there was like this guy named magnar or something and he was like a magma monster and then there was tendril which was a plant monster is decomposed he represented this forces of death and then there was this one um uh, magna core i think where he was like um man, two forces that joined together he had magnet forces but that was super cool and like the art was cool and the action figures were really cool but one of the rotations they had an x-men show and it was narrated by stan fucking lee and it to my day is the i think the bet the coolest version of the x-men because i was i don't remember that the x-men cartoon that came out in the 90s i was too old for i was okay already, i was just the right age for that yeah oh yeah i was sure. like young young teens early preteens or late preteens rather i have every issue of the x-men from about 1983 to 97 huh except for the first appearance of gambit which i sold uh, when like I was in high school, bucks. no, for like 75 bucks, it's worth like a hundred something now, nice. maybe more. But, uh, yeah, I, I, one of these days I'm going to have to go and see which ones are, cause that's a lot. That's a lot of like Chris Claremont's glory years. Dig them out for the studio. Lots of Jim Lee. You should, you should put them all up on the wall. Like be cool. Idea. I've got tons of comics, man. Like boxes this big, long, like four or five of them. Yeah. I got a bunch of magic cards too. Because I started, I started, um, I got into reading comic books because um, for some reason that like went under my mom's radar. Comic books? For banning. I don't know hmm. why, but she's like, I guess because she grew up and is all Superman and Batman. Like, yeah. I was, I, I cut my teeth on comics when they were starting to buck the code. Like the Punisher. The Punisher and War Journal. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> and Spawn. Remember fucking Spawn? Spawn now, that was, I, yeah, I've got. Early 90s. But. I've got, um, a, I like the first 20 issues of Spawn. All right. Um, Spawn was the first time I remember going, oh shit, this is a no no bullshit comic. Spawn frightened me reading it. I yeah. thought I was I thought I was demonizing my house and I didn't care because <laughs> the art and story were too cool. 
I have a few more shows to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, kind of in the same breath here, Power Rangers. And then there was, uh, I never really got into Power Rangers, but I watched it kind of as a lark. Uh, yeah, I did. I watched a lot too because my brother and sister liked it. And then the, hey, Ranger. One, of, one of the Power Ranger wannabes was Beetleborgs. Do you remember Beetleborgs? Dude, it was basically the Power Rangers, except they turned into like, they they like kind of turn into beetles like you know when they they come together in sure. this big form the zord instead Megazord. i think they, they formed beetles like different colored beetles and they would fight monsters that's a like, cyclical thing though because i was inoculated yeah. against power rangers because i i grew up watching voltron sure yeah. and voltron i i'm the rare bird that prefers the vehicle based Vol- voltron mm, um because it was less magical it was more technological it had a bigger team instead okay. of just having five dudes it was like i don't know 12 hmm. and i thought the voltron looked cooler too yeah but uh yeah like power rangers was just that only stupider live action version yeah 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 i can see why you wouldn't like that uh the last show i want to talk about my secret identity do you remember this show i do not my secret identity sounds was, like a nickelodeon kid spy is. show it is uh well kind of it's not a spy show it's a superhero show so jerry o'connell one of his first appearances that i remember this is before sliders Way before sliders. Okay. Way he's a kid. I'm passingly familiar. He's a young kid. He's chubby. He's yeah. Uh, he. I, so I think the premise is that he's air chubbier. friction does not affect him. <laughs> okay. And so he could. I he was fast. Like he could run around and do things real fast, like mm. the Flash. Mm-hmm. And then he also had. <laughs> I guess he figured this out somewhere in the first episode that he could take aerosol spray cans, cans and I spray do remember this. And float around. <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> it was the dumbest premise ever, but it was awesome. I loved it as a kid. So the reason I don't know more about that and sliders is because I believe those were cable, basic cable shows. They might've been, I don't know. And my dad to this day <laughs> refuses to pay for cable. I did not right. have basic cable until I moved out of my house and got it for myself years wow. and years later. Wow. Like I did. So I like never got to see MTV Never got to see Nickelodeon like that. You can't do that on television oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Sliding I don't get any of that shit. Double Dare? Did you get ever? Did you get no? That's Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know man. about it. I know of right. it because I watch Double Dare all the time. I bet I love, everyone I did. Love that shit. So between the religious bullshit and my dad being cheap, <laughs> I have vast swaths of pop culture that Damn. didn't. I was just re- I was talking about this with my girlfriend. My dad is so cheap. He refused to buy VCR forever and ever and ever. My mom would beg him, and then she would rent. Like, do you remember Kroger's, the grocery yeah. store, used to rent movies? Oh, yeah. They'd also rent for like 15 bucks a VCR, this big, giant, uh-huh. built into an armored suitcase VCR. Yep. My mom would get that like once every other month or so, and like a bunch of shitty movies. Like, she would love to like rent collections of Dr. Or Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, wholesome oh. shit. Ugh. wholesome shit like that and God damn we were required to watch this stuff and you can mm-hmm. imagine because i was like 13 or 14 at the time that was hell yeah having to sit with my family to watch dr quinn medicine woman <laughs> oh wow mm. wow mm. yeah mm-hmm. no but my secret identity man i like that show a lot when i was a kid first so. first appearance i remember of jerry o'connell I, i've pretty much liked him ever since all right what's he been in lately uh, I don't think anything lately. Okay. Certainly not that I've seen. So you uh, tapped that as a child star. Yeah, but I mean, you get into sliders. I fucking love sliders. Mm. It was amazing. And I watched it recently, and it still kind of holds up. Does it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then there's, you know, it holds up in the same way that like Quantum Leap holds up. Yeah. 
which I think is pretty good. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, he goes into like Scream and he starts his movie career and all that stuff. There's a lot of other stuff that I liked as a young adult. Um, we could fill up parts of like, like Space Above and Beyond. Do you remember that show? That was like a one season show I about do. mankind in the future fighting this vague threat. And it was like Earth Final Conflict. Earth Final Conflict, the first season that I still think is amazing. Uh, I remember thinking it was good and then... I, I fell off of it and then yeah well, they just completely changed it in season two like they get that completely turned over and it became a wholly different show huh. and i stopped watching it but yeah there's a lot of good stuff yeah we could fill five hours with this shit i'm sure we'll do this again we'll have to point. dust it back up maybe we can do a deep dive on one or two and actually yeah you, you can get a lot of shit just up on youtube man if if uh, if people want to like go on the forums and say hey uh here's some shows that we loved because we didn't get a whole lot of response here mm-hmm. but like here's shows i love maybe yeah, we'll come back and revisit forum. this yeah so yeah vip that up uh west stevens says uh i'm seriously amazed how cool you both turned out after all this <laughs> <laughs> after missing out on gi joe and teenage mutant ninja turtles that's true shit that's i true. missed so much as a kid because that was that was because um my mom didn't let me do watch anything with martial arts because it was yeah. violent and two it yep. saw, had some kind of mysticism I don't know why I wasn't allowed to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I really don't, because my dad watched kung fu movies all the time, and I watched those with him. Well, like I said, the nin- there was something about like, yo, you you channel chi and you do zen, and it's and false, who's this it's rat pagan. guy? Yeah. what's that? What's up with that? Yeah, masters. People are calling him master. There's only one master, God. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember our friend, our friend Peters? His mom, how mad she got at us out in service because we we're talking about VGA planets, and we we're talking oh, yeah. about. And she got just on this tirade about, you know, you guys are talking about ruling the universe. There's only one universal. It's like she just went off on this. Oh, my we're God. We're just like, okay, we'll just wait for this. Because his mom was crazy even by our mom's standards. Oh, yeah. yeah like, I, if I were to rank them, I'd say my mom is least crazy. Yes, Your I mom agree. is second crazy by a large margin. Yeah, there's like a and big then, gap there. And then even a larger margin is sure. Peter's mom, yeah. Whew. Well, thanks That's for it. taking us down in memory lane, guys. We will see you back next week, most likely. Hopefully, a better video. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, increasingly a better video. We're getting ready to do an Americans cast here. So yeah, another so 15, 15, 20 minutes after we reset, get some feedback compiled and get our notes together. Maybe yep. longer. I haven't done any of that shit. I don't think there's much feedback for this show. So. Yeah, well, yeah. that's a, <laughs> one of the problems with it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.